0: Welcome everyone, this is episode 38 of Startup BizCast. It's March 2008, I'm Steve Mullen, and this week's topic is pricing your small business products and services. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that's shorter than your average coffee break. It's produced by Endgame PR Podcast Production. There is very little in small business management that's more critical than figuring out how much to charge. Obviously, if you charge too much, you won't have any customers. Charge too little, and you won't make enough money to live on. This week's guest is here to help. Pear Showforce is a managing partner at Atenga, a strategic price consulting firm. He'll join us in a few minutes with some advice. But before we get to that, let's do a brief update on small business news in the BizCast Brief. A new survey from Australia indicates that female small business owners are bigger worriers and more pessimistic than males. The National Census Small Business Index says women worry more about personal things like making payroll or monthly profits. Men do worry, but they worry more about depersonalized things like the economy or interest rates. A small business coaching firm is offering its help for a year for free as part of a recently announced contest. The firm, called Small Business Guru, is asking for entries in the contest before March 31. Entrants must have $200 seed money and an idea for a new business. Winners will receive matching funds, but more importantly, a year of business coaching. The company values that coaching at $15,000. For more information on these stories and others, check out this week's Small Business Recommended Reading on the Startup Bizcast blog. Time for this week's Startup Bizcast Small Business Advice. How much do you charge for your products or services? How much thought did you put into deciding how much to charge? Most people just figure out how much it costs to provide the product and look at what competitors are charging, and then they make a decision. Our guest this week says there needs to be more of a system to this critical part of managing your business. We're joined now by Per Showforce. He's a managing partner at strategic price consulting firm Atenga. Per, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us. Thank you very much. Now, before we get into pricing mistakes, tell us about Atenga.
1: um, We're really a market research firm focusing specifically on price market research. And what that means is that we go out and define uh, a marketplace willingness to pay and the drivers for willingness to buy and willingness to pay.
0: Now, you guys sent me an article with the top 10 pricing mistakes made by small businesses, and I'll link to that on the blog and in the show notes for this episode. I want to pick out a few of the mistakes to talk about, but first off, what do you think is the biggest pricing mistake made by small business owners? Uh,
1: the biggest pricing mistake is... is um, <coughs> is believing your customer. Uh we used to say that the customer will always lie. Now that is taking it to an, to an extreme but in in fact in 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 any sales negotiation somebody always gets sold something. Um either the salesman <coughs> sells the product he's there to sell or um the buyer sells the um uh, the salesman on the need for, for discounting, uh, the need for dropping prices, and so forth. And in that negotiation, <clears throat> the buyer will tell the salesman anything that he needs to say um, in order for the salesman to, to reduce the prices, to um, provide a higher discounts, to, to throw in f- free features or services.
0: So basically what you're saying is, is allowing your customer to set your prices for you? Yep. Now, how should a business go about working out a price for a new product or service before they even put it out to market? What's the process they should use?
1: The process is, is, um, is, is to try to understand uh, the target customer's perception of value and then price the product to that value perception. Normally it's done with, with uh, specific market research similar to what we do, um, but it could also be done by, by a, a small business by, by, by going out and, and um, asking customers, and this need, there needs to be not existing customers, but prospects. Um, existing customers that you have a relationship will not tell you the truth, but um, prospects may.
0: Now, the the pricing mistakes article that you guys forwarded over said, in some cases, business owners can sell more products or services by actually pricing them higher. How does that work?
1: The price of a product or the price of a service um, communicates its value. And one of the biggest um, mistakes that companies do is to price themselves low, um, for example, lower than a competitor, believing that that will... Um, yield them a, a, a quicker access to, to the market with their new product. Uh, but in fact, what that demonstrates is that they, have <clears throat> they see themselves as a lower value and they communicate that with the, um, uh, to the market. Um, the uh, examples are numerous in, in which um, companies have priced their products too low and, and, and therefore communicate a poor value and, and simply doesn't sell.
0: But I guess there's kind of a fine line to walk there. If you price it too high, then eventually you will price yourself out of business, isn't that right?
1: Of course, you need to um, you you need to uh, find the 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 optimum price based on on the value perceptions.
0: So there's finding finding the sweet spot, I guess, is what you're looking for there. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now another mistake <laughs> mentioned was uh, failing to segment your customer base. Uh, a lot of folks will will hear this and say, "What on earth is that?" Can you explain it?
1: Most marketplaces have behaviors. Let me see how I can best explain this. Um, if if you, if you have a marketplace with um, many many different individuals, they tend to group themselves into into groups with similarish behaviors. Now, each of these um, groups will buy a product based on um, a different set of um, value statements and a different price than the other groups. And uh, the key with segmentation is to identify these 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 groups and have targeted um, targeted messages and targeted prices to the different groups. In in many cases, by 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 doing so, um, a company can. Um, increase their their available market with 25 to 35 percent.
0: Now, this is something that a lot of people who have been in business for a while are probably guilty of, holding prices at the same level for too long. How do you go about raising prices without losing business?
1: Well, um, first of all, you need to have um, you need to realize that in that conversation where the customer lies, where the customer tries to convince you to lower your prices, um, if your salespeople doesn't know how to sell value, doesn't understand how to defend the prices, in fact, you will lose business when you raise the prices in many cases. Um, so the uh, the solution here is to have a well-trained Salesforce force and also a sales force that is compensated not on the revenues, but on the profit of the product that he's
0: selling. So really, I guess the pricing strategy needs to be And maybe this is an obvious statement, but it needs to be part of your entire business. Because I actually have been part of a situation where uh, I was using a service uh, year after year after year, and it seemed like the facility where the service was continued to maybe fall apart a little bit. Then they raised up prices, and everybody looked at them and said, "Why are you raising prices if if the services are is going downhill?" So I guess you need to be able to defend things, and you need to continue to. Provide the best customer service at the same time. Is, is is that kind of what is? It needs to be a whole business strategy.
1: Absolutely, you you um, you, you you need to find that there, that there is large companies uh, have uh, pricing czars um, whose whose whole um, work description is, is summarized is that their their whole reason for being is to make sure that the company can raise prices by three or five percent per year. Um, and the company then needs to do things to, de- to be able to defend that. They need to have marketing programs in place to, to communicate the value. They need to have uh, maybe upgrades to their products. They, they Like you said, they, they, um, if the infrastructure uh, of, of your service provider here was crumbling, you won't uh, accept uh, higher prices. But if the, the infrastructure here was, was upgraded, you may well do. So it's absolutely part of the uh, part of the, uh, the the overall business strategy
0: now the uh, the last one I wanted to talk about mistake number ten on your list is spending too much time serving the least profitable customers, uh, obviously as a business owner, I find this very frustrating <laughs> dealing with a customer who won't spend a lot of money but really wants to take up a lot of your time. Uh, is there anything we can really do to make sure you're working with the more profitable customers? How do you identify them
1: That's the key you need to identify them. Um, In in many cases, companies just don't. Um, They they try to serve everybody as the best as they can, and they don't go back into the data to to really analyze what the the, the cost to serve is and and then contrast the cost to serve with the prices that that particular customer pays. Um, And and what what a business should do is is to do that exercise in... in, um, in understanding the cost to serve contrast with, with the price that those customers pay and, and simply go back and, and, if it's unprofitable, customers fire them. Um, don't do business with them. Um, and and or go back to those customers and, 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 and tell them that you need to raise the prices or, or they get fired.
0: Extremely difficult thing to do, but I guess if you're, if you're going to get ahead, it needs to be one of the steps you take.
1: If you have an unprofitable customer... Um, is a drain on your business. And why should you have an unprofitable customer? There's no, there's no reason for
0: it. Okay, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Paris Showforce, managing partner at Strategic Price Consultant, Atenga. Thanks for giving us some of your time.
1: Thank you very much.
0: For more information on Atenga and their offerings, please visit www.atenga.com. That's A-T-E-N-G-A. If you have any questions, comments, or a guest suggestion for Startup BizCast, please contact me. You can leave me a voicemail that I may use in a future episode by calling two zero six nine eight four zero eight six zero. That's two zero six nine eight four zero eight six zero. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. That's a wrap for episode thirty eight of Startup Bizcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. Hello, everyone. Steve again. If you'd like to use podcasting to promote your business and yourself, please check out Endgame PR Podcast Production and call me for a free consultation about your show. Endgame PR Podcast Production is a service of my public relations firm, Endgame PR. For more information, go to www.endgamepr.com. That's E-N-D-G-A-M-E-P-R.com.